Ursula Le Guin passed away uh, earlier in the year. That's right, I think January the 22nd, I think. She was a science fiction writer, mm-hmm. but also an anarchist. Yeah, she, well, she never, she never, um, she was asked, you know, she never actually said openly that she was an anarchist because one of the things I read, she said she didn't know whether she was good enough to come up to that, to that um, title of being an anarchist, you know. So, and also, too, she, she didn't want to have something pinned on her, but she, all her books like The Dispossessed, especially The Dispossessed, are, really are about anarchist societies. Yeah, so... Yeah, so, she was an anarchist, but she just didn't pin that label on her, so she could appeal to lots of different groups, I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. A lot of people have said The Dispossessed was a very formative novel for them. Yes, yeah. And I'm actually reading it at the moment. I wanted to read it. I've been wanting to read it for a few years, and mm-hmm. so I finally got around to it. And can you can you mention, like, can you just... Tell us the storyline. Well, I haven't read it since the 80s, but I remember the storyline. It's about there was a revolution on Earth, and um, it doesn't say Earth. They've got different names for the planets. Um, and the group almost won, and but not quite or something. And so they were allowed to go to the moon of this planet, which is a very barren place, and set up their society, their anarchist society. Um, and... Um, the main character they they concentrate on is Shevik, I think, yep. and um, he sees um, what they had wanted was to have complete decentralisation. But because they are making a lot of the decisions and getting the information with computers, um, it just so happened that it was easier to have a central place for that. And they realised that this could become a problem because you could get centralisation. And um, when the book opens. Um, um, the society's been going for about 170 years or something like that, and and some of the characters are a bit worried that um, it's starting to crystallise. You know, like the the old spirit's not there anymore. Um, so that's sort of like um, that's sort of like the main thesis, and you know, like how you keep a revolution fresh. And and, um, and one of the things that Le Guin believed is that you um, you don't make a revolution like in the the old Marxist sense of you make a revolution and you know you sort of made it Um, it's an ongoing continuing thing all the time and people have to really believe in the ideals to keep growing because it's not a it's there's no end it's it's not an end a revolution is an end it's a continuing process and this is another thing that's brought out in the book and the 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 one planet Eurus that's the the planet that's sort of more capitalistic yeah, that's right. It's just like Earth because that the main character does go in his he's in a group that's trying to think how can we refresh the whole thing and he goes off to Earth to see if there's any answers there because he wants to have an open mind and he just finds it's exactly like they've been taught, um, you know, that by the founder, uh, the philosopher who sort of is like a combination of Kropotkin and Emma Goldman. You know, it's um, everything's based on money and um, social relationships are sort of hierarchical and eventually he decides well he's going to go back and he does actually talk at the united nations and stuff he actually does he has to escape eventually because he's talking to people there and um he goes back to his to the moon and with his um where the society is and he decides he's going to try and 
refresh the whole, you know, keep working at refreshing the whole thing. That, that's a basic story outline. Yeah, what, what I've come up to so far in the book is is that he's he's on Eurus and he's starting to wonder like where the other part of society is. He's only That's seen right. the, mm. the sort of rich and the... Uh, Proper, proprietarian. Proprietarian, yeah. You're on 4ZZZ's Subversion 1312 and you're listening to an interview I did with Barbara Hart about Ursula Lugin's book, The Dispossessed. saying that in Brisbane it, it informed some uh, books and anarchist movements. Well, in, in Brisbane, in Brisbane it, it was tremendously popular and especially in the 80s, um, a group of um, people who were around um, um, an anarchist punk group um, called the Tape Loops and their friends um, formed a social centre called Anaris, which was in the shop front in Bain Street and anyone that knows... Um, West End Highgate Hill knows that shop front in Bain Street and it's been made into flats now but it was the whole the whole shop front and they had a garden there and they used to have music there and um, it lasted probably a little bit over a year um, and the other initiative was um, a person who'd been involved with the beginning of Jura books and Black Rose books in Sydney um, moved to Melbourne in the early 90s and he set up um, a postal book service you know you could actually ask him for a book he could look at the list of books he had and, and he'd you'd pay him and he'd send it to you so like uh, of anarchist books and he called that book service anaris as well and he's got a web page um which is named after one of the characters in anaris takva t-a-k-v-e-r and it's a minor character and he said he picked that character rather than shevik the main character because he wanted to show um, and, and give honor to the ordinary people in that book who were really idealistic and really fighting to get the society they really believed in so that's why he named the book sorry his web page after um taxa and on this web page he has he has lots of um anarchist history from the 70s in sydney and, and melbourne um and so that lasted for about 15 years until about 2009 and then um um his first name's john he he um would have probably being close to 60 then so he, he passed the service on to a group of younger people who wanted to take it over and put some energy into it so it's still going and i think um, he's still he's still writing as well that's right he's still collecting he's still writing he's very much into environmental um issues yeah and um and he he really said that like uh, it was one of the major inspirations of his his political life that book so um, I think I think a lot of people found it like that because it's um it's actually a story and a story about with the ideals of anarchism in like the thoughts of people like Kropotkin but you know like how many people have read those books from the 19th century but you put it in the story it's much more accessible um, and also it shows it shows um, it's not like um, 
like pie in the sky, you know, everything's going to be rosy. It actually shows the problems you would have with an anarchist society and it shows that people aren't perfect but it shows that ways that anarchists would try and solve any problems that arose. So it's it's actually interesting. It looks at it looks at uh, an anarchist society was sort of like warts and all, <laughs> you know. Um, I, so it's 